tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Love is in the air as February slowly nears. And Matt, uh, I thought of a, a new idea. We've once named a cockroach after you, uh, which you can see down at the Natural Science History Museum of Houston, Texas. But I want to spread the show. I want to spread the greatness that is you, Matt Bearden. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it and very much. I feel like since you had an MTV show that was pretty much cast aside by Jersey Shore... I want to get back in New Jersey. Okay. And I want to get your name out there. Uh, Matt Bearden, there is now an animal shelter in New Jersey where for Valentine's Day, for only $50, you can get a dog or a cat neutered, uh, and it'll it'll name them after whoever you want. So I would like to name a cat Matt. Matt Bearden, specifically, and get it neutered. Now, uh, if you pay an extra 50 you can actually watch and get video of the animal being neutered, Okay, which we'll put up on our website. What level of perversion is that? Okay, they don't really do that. I, okay. made, I made that last part Thank up. You. But I feel like this is just a, uh, a great way to, of course, spay and neuter all your pets, but then to name more stuff after Matt. Why do you want to name things after this? He named, uh, have you never seen this thing? Yeah. A couple of Valentine's oh, yeah. Days ago, he named a roach after me. Oh, no, I was here for that. Is yeah. that roach still alive? I think know? so. Have we checked in on that roach? I visited the museum that day, and where they have all the bugs and plants outside, that section was closed. Mm. And that's the only reason I went to the museum was, well, you know, to Oof. find the picture of the Matt Bearden cockroach and bad take a picture news, of it. Bad news. It it's says dead. here, uh, cockroaches, cockroaches only live, they live about a year. So oh, man. It's no longer named Matt Bearden. Uh, we're going to have to, yeah. Well, a feral feral cat can live forever. Yeah. So that's a better marketing investment to name one Matt Bearden. And it's only 50 bucks, but uh, we're going to need you all to raise the money because we work in radio. So if we get a... Ooh, I just looked up how long feral cats live. Yeah. Uh, Two to three years. Oh, damn. It's not that long, actually. Well, I mean, they'll live longer than this show. Uh, Dog with bad gas. You don't even have to look it up. I've oh. got one at the house, and I can okay. tell you that they will live for at least, this one's going for 15 years already. <laughs> and, and we got it, and they told us she didn't have long to live. So, uh, This is one of the first of many promotions that you'll start seeing like this, and I just, I'm, if, if someone will give me money, I want to name as many weird, dying, creepy things after Matt Bearden Ooh, as I CJ, can. I just looked up the lifespan of the C.J. Morgan show. Ooh, this is um, uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. Even worse. It's not good. Well, I guess that's the ultimate disservice was having Matt's name associated with me. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to William McKinley. That's what we celebrate on this day in history. Today, way back when William McKinley was born, and I like that the uh, the little headlines, the notes, the things we use for prepping information about why today's the greatest, says, on this day in history, in 1843, William McKinley 
the first president to ride in a car is born. Wow. <laughs> like, that was his main thing, that he was the first president to ride in an automobile. Good like, for that guy. What a bummer, man. What a, you got to feel bad for William McKinley in so many ways. They named a big, tall mountain after him. And then they renamed it. Yeah, that's which true. I guess is okay. Oof, oof, oof. I get that. I mean, you know. Names and stuff change. He was assassinated. Yeah, that sucks. that's another cool thing about him. Come, he was well, also. Betty wishes he was in a getaway car that day. Yeah. <laughs> he was president during during tough times when the United States was becoming a bigger regional power and starting to jump forth on the world stage as an emerging power. There were a lot of. Oh, you mean like the, what was that? Like a. Uh, 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 2010? 2012? Sure, yeah, when we became well known after 9 11, 2011. No, he was. It was a time when, you know, a lot of people in the States were anti immigration because there were a lot of uh, people coming oh, over from way Ireland. Back then? Wait, are we yeah, sure this was so, I'm glad we got well, over that. So that was a big deal. You also had uh, the, the issue of uh, tariffs and stuff like that with U.S. Uh, shipping and, 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 manufacturing starting to take over in the globe. You had people that wanted us to remain isolationist and not get involved in world politics. It was a it was a big time and he it sounds navigated like you're describing all that. today. A little bit. And he he unfortunately had a uh, Teddy Roosevelt as Spencer pointed out uh, off air as his vice president. Yeah. Which then completely about- overshadows him. So the next president <laughs> is Teddy Roosevelt, the legend, and then after that is a guy who literally overshadowed you because he was so fat Taft, and he got stuck in the White right. House bathtub. Everyone forgot about you riding in the car. They're like, that fat guy couldn't get out of a bathtub. I know. It's so not even a true story. Is, we remember he it. Was, he was, wasn't he also, you know, at the turn of the century? Like, wasn't he that president? I mean, what a... McKinley? Everyone forgets about poor McKinley. Of all the... he, I feel like he was a good president that we completely forgot yeah. about and everything. Hey, at the turn of the century, when he's worrying about the... the, the Oh, the the Y the Y one K the Y nineteen K with the adding machines that it might shut down the, the Morse code machines. They're going to completely trains are going to start just derailing, blips <laughs> crashing out of the sky. But what would have happened if McKinley would have survived? That's oh. what I think about every. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no one thinks think, about that. I, it is odd that. how many presidents. I mean, especially because I don't. I think it's kind of in vogue right now. People really like to lean into the presidency. I don't think for. A, very long time in this country. Anybody really cared about the presidency? There was like six weeks of people running for office and they would get elected and then everyone went just back to their normal day, right? right. They're like, oh, cool. Uh, now it's all day, every day. For it's four a, years. It's money making. It, unending. It's a, and you know what else ratings. sucks about being McKinley? When they name the roads, they, they usually stop after like Lincoln. Like, you'll have a Taylor, a Van Buren, you'll have... But but after that, they stopped naming roads and made your My first cities. house in the city. I, was I on lived, McKinley? I lived for 20 years on McKinley. Oh, well, you know what? That makes me happy. Did yeah. you know? Got and you know what's funny and interesting? It was over on the east side, and actually quite a few people got shot on that street as well. Oh, man. <laughs> no? Not funny? Jeez. Just true? Well, it's appropriate that he was named over a street, given his status as the first president in a car, right? There you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, that's the one... Big history fact. First president in a car, born on this day in history, 1843. What do you say to your kids when you don't want to? It's time for parent pickup. He's your dad. He's your teacher. He's your father, and he's DTF. It's Matt Bearden here on the Parent Pickup. I tried to lean into it uh, more than usual this weekend. It was uh, my kids' birthdays. Happy birthday, kiddos. Uh, I guess technically it's later in the week, but you know what I mean. Their parties were this past weekend. You can't have it on a week. Day. But the hardest yeah. thing for me as a parent this entire time has been playing 
with the kids. I'm not good at it. I don't enjoy it. I don't think I even liked playing games when I was a kid. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, man, it's rad. I like playing with your kids. I know. Yeah. It's, be careful. It sounds weird when, it's, yeah, when you say it. Playing but, games with your kids. Yeah, that I like better. There you go. Uh, yeah. And that's why I've invited you over before. You have played uh, Lego. Capture with the my flag. Son. Capture the flag. One time you guys had that uh, dart gun Thing, fight in the yard. Yeah, which sucked because we only had like three darts because Matt's poor and doesn't or, buy his kids you know, more nerf darts. You all but, share darts, each team? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It was boys against girls and the girls like hogged all the darts. Man, that sounds like something my mom would do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think of... Darts uh, are dangerous. No, I think a benefit of this though is like sometimes I'll take my son to the park and he'll go, well, can you do this or that? And I go, no, no, no. No. I brought you to the park. I'm gonna look at uh, Instagram. Oh, you push yourself on that swing, yeah, son. Yeah, you do that. Play catch Guess what? with yourself. I think it's taught him some real resilience. Good, I good. think he's le- he's learned he learned how to swing probably earlier than a lot of his friends. How to have. use his imagination. He's also learned how to kind of manipulate somebody else's mom into pushing him on a swing. And I'm like, that's a powerful skill. That's, that's management skill. level is what that is. Getting somebody else to do your work for you. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, no, anyway. Don't pretend it was your plan. No. <laughs> uh, there is a, socio- a psychiatrist who's out saying, hey, here, are, they, it, sometimes you do get busy and you don't have time to do stuff with your kids. What is the best way to talk to them about it? Do you guys have like nieces, nephews, anything like that where you ever go, oof, I, I just wanted to watch the game. I don't have time to go through your closet. CJ, don't you have a little nephew or something yeah, like man, that? We, yeah, man. Uh, He'll play all the time. Yeah, when he's but around. sometimes it can kind of suck because his energy doesn't stop, but now he is too into his iPad, and so he doesn't want to play with me. I know that there's like, some people... He doesn't people... want to do outdoor fun stuff oh, so for very is, long. This is the reverse situation where he's the parent and he doesn't want to play right. with yeah, you. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> but when he makes me watch like YouTube videos and crap, then no. I'm like, oh But I'm going to use some of these suggestions when CJ asks me to do stuff because he is <laughs> the other child in my life. Okay. And I know some people will hear this and they'll think, my, my God, what a terrible father he is. And I, you're uh, right. I, yeah. I'm a very busy person and I know a lot of people out there also are very busy and I have time when I can play with my kids and sometimes it just doesn't line. Here we go. These are three things that you can do. First of all, uh, alt, offer an alternative time to play. I can't play airplanes with you right now. Uh, I will though as soon as I'm done with this, which uh, tends yes. to be a way I usually will handle things. Well, so I'll a, say, I can't do that right now, but in one hour, and I'll, I'll point at the clock and I'll be like, hey, when that hand is at the three, then I, I'm joining you and and we'll hang out. The great you, thing about kids, you'll learn about this when you play with them, games with them, usually it's like 15 to 30 minutes and they're satisfied. They get it's distracted, like all day. Yeah. yeah. But you got to follow through with that, though. Yeah, you can't if you don't just follow through, that's where, gets, yeah, that, that's where I've gotten in trouble. Oh, with yeah, my, you have my to follow sister through. Otherwise, you're like, ah, just one more hour. Yeah, look at the yeah. clock right there. Kids can't get in a car and take themselves to do something, so they're really counting on you. Another alternative is to invite them to join in what you are doing. So if you say... Uh, hey, you want to uh, troll people on the internet and look at some big butts, son? <laughs> hey, you want a beer, son? This is... Well, this number one suggestion is something I've actually done. I'm reading right now, so I can't play Dollhouse. Would you like to read with me? I've never used that sentence. Uh, but I have said, hey, i got to do work and read. Why don't you grab a book? We'll read together. And then, you know, I can take a little break. I'll read a couple pages. My son or daughter will read some more. I'll do a little bit of work. Uh, hmm. Finally, you can set boundaries. Uh, I can play dress up. For 10 minutes, but then I got a split ski to go off and, um, you know. Drink a beer. Uh, yeah, they, uh, the, uh, the, the neighbor's coming home soon, and his wife's only alone for so long. I got to go next door, kiddo. <laughs> it's important, son. These, yeah. these, these windows only I just happen every once in a while. random pictures of me and my father in the studio. Just I now? My, well, I had a bunch of stuff in my backpack. Now it's making me sad. Why? Because he, he did? Because he... Because 
He's still waiting for his dad to come play. All right, let's find out who won this week's sports bet. Myself or Matt Bearden, our friend Nick from 1027 ESPN. Uh, three guys, one cup in sports is here with us. Uh, exciting games. Well, okay, never mind. Chiefs, Ravens, not that great. Very disappointed in the Ravens. They, they I thought com- it was a great game. They yeah, completely uh, just shot themselves in the foot again game. and again against the team that has the magic, that has the luck. The new Patriots and Tom Brady will be... Andy Reid, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, um, but the NFC Championship sounds like game, somebody. If, if you're just asking me, it sounds like somebody must have bet against the Chiefs. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Who would do that? It just Who wasn't that, would do that. It wasn't that. You're telling me a 17 10 game versus a 17 point at home comeback by the 49ers with that amazing catch and a 34 31 bit like that wasn't more fun. That was way uh, more fun. It, well, the 17 7 game did also involve like. Um, a pick in the end zone. A with fumble in the end minutes. zone. Yeah, and, and at any point, the Ravens seemed like they could be right back in it, and were held off. And it was really wonderful because that's how the script was written at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they kept changing that because the script was supposed to be a couple of other teams, and it didn't come out right. So uh-huh. apparently, the leaked script. Nick, do y'all get those scripts? We, we, we write them. Okay. Uh, write them. Yeah. Uh, tell us what happened. Let's recap them. Well, here, so I want to say, first of all, anytime that you can watch a, an entire uh, city's sports fan base just shrill up and die, like good Baltimore's feeling, did, isn't it? Yeah. I love it. It's great. And we saw that twice this weekend. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I mean, at least they weren't playing in Detroit. Yeah, I feel like Detroit, all of the good things they've done to downtown Detroit, it's gone, okay? It's all broken windows and desolate buildings again dried up flower beds because we're back to RoboCop era Detroit. Even though I think that was probably in the future, but maybe it's the past now. I don't know. It's but we, still dystopian. But like, sad. yeah, like it's, it's now it's, it's, it's just it's just burnt out. It's uh, uh, it's Taylor Swift's world, not Eminem's. That's right. Speaking of that Detroit loss, did you see after uh, San Francisco started coming back, did you see what Netflix shared? A picture of Tim Robinson looking sad and upset because he's a, from Detroit. He's a huge ah, Detroit fan. They just shared this with no contact. <laughs> did just, Detroit lose? We haven't said that yet. <laughs> uh, did Detroit lose, Nick? Uh, Detroit did lose, Ooh. which is good news for both you and Matt because you both had the 49ers. So that did not affect anything. Uh, our other bet, you also both had the men's Longhorn basketball team to score more points than the women's. We both did? Yeah, we both but, did. But what made the bet special was uh, without going over who would get the closest to how many of the Longhorn men scored. That would be me. Matt said 76. I said 75. And Matt, the final score was? Oh, 73. Was Two. it really? All right. 72. Point for CJ. Yeah, we both went over. You said going closest without going over. All right, so we tied. Well, I also thought that was a tiebreaker. <laughs> so, like, you both you both know it. Like, if, if you had ended up somehow tying, which you, I don't know. you guys, Which we weird. didn't do because I yeah. chose the Chiefs. Yes. Because I, I look here. I don't know what CJ's rules are for this thing. He, he, to rules. Rules. he changes it every I am declaring yeah. Matt Bearden the winner because he had yes. Chiefs yes. and yes. CJ's had Raiders. I'm so loving having why Nick you come bring in up here. the tiebreaker. I don't change the rules. Season after season, he changes how we vote on this. And somehow he comes out the winner every week. I'm that's, loving that's this not new true. third party I don't come thing. out the winner. As a matter of fact, okay, I have Donald. I have to pick the wild, weird bets, or I have to do. If I don't do the opposite of what Matt does, then nothing will will change. Well, you come All right, with the tiebreaker. T- that's when you go to the points, and you would have won, but you yeah. didn't do that. It's unbelievable. Uh, Matt How didn't pick the Chiefs, and that's the big difference this week. So yeah. I will get punished, but. 
going back to the uh, NFC Championship game, was there any point where you started to feel sorry for the 49ers, even though they were the favorites? Never. Never. Because Detroit, underdog, they've never been to the Super Bowl, one of only uh, three NFL teams. But I started to feel that. I started to think this is their third year in a row to be in the NFC Championship game. Uh, Last year, they were playing without a quarterback. At some point, all their quarterbacks had been injured, and so they had McCaffrey taking snaps. And I started to feel like, man, this... They need this because Detroit, sure. Sorry, they who, can... who did you say they have? Who did they have? McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey, the best running back in the NFL. The year before, they didn't have a quarterback. Should they have tried one of their two star receivers, Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk? Perhaps uh, one of the best tight ends in the game, George top, Kittle. They could have tried a their quarterback top defense. Or yeah, yeah. Any... I get they're 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 a great team, but I started to feel really bad for them and being like, oh man, is this going to be one of the one of those great teams that always gets so close but never. Never finished. San never Francisco win. is a uh, jerk fan base. Uh, Are jerk, they really jerk, jerk city? Uh, and I'm glad this happened. Uh, I wish they had lost. I just hate their coach. Never I hate Kyle Shanahan so much. I think he's the biggest douche. He's arrogant, and so I hope everything blows up. So in y'all his are face. going for the Chiefs? Yes. The chefs. All right, I'll go for the 49ers, and we'll we'll have a super duper bet coming up. But in the Do meantime, you not know that? Look, I've told you this, and you keep losing because of this. Taylor Swift is dating somebody on the Chiefs. She has a tour the in Japan s- and can't make it to the Super Bowl. The no, she can. Already been written. The Super Bowl wins. Here's the incredible thing. For the end of the game, Kelsey is injured. She suits up, goes in. Okay. <laughs> Catches a ball. It's a Hollywood moment. Yeah. See, <laughs> you all talk about the script writing, but I just point to one instance and in how I know it's fake. The World Series 2011, New York Yankees miraculously make it. And then after 9-11, the city, everyone coming together, the Yankees lose in Game 7 to the Arizona Diamondbacks. If we were writing scripts, wouldn't 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 we have won? Wouldn't New York have prevailed? The, that's the season that the NBA, uh, uh, Major League Baseball wouldn't pay the money to, to the, the writers. The, the, the NFL writers. Oh. The NFL writers are the ones who get it done. See what happens when the strikes occur. You know what I'm going to say, CJ, is that I see why they took away your sports show now. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. wow. That was a stab. Ow. It Hi-oh! wasn't because the other Ow. guy didn't show up and lightning struck the building and I had <laughs> to fill in with Nick. Don't know what that's it like. Was, don't know what that's like. Hey, remember when you were a little kid and uh, you got to stay home from school because you were sick, like legit sick or not, but if you felt better... Were you allowed to go outside? Absolutely Could not. Could you go to baseball practice? Nope. nope. Could you do anything? Nope. Could you watch TV, play video games? No. Mm, maybe. If you're sick, you're sick. And I happen to be sick Friday, and I, I totally got shut down this weekend. I got little childed by mother. Guess what? No going outside, no playing, none of that. It happened to me as a, as a damn adult. So... Saturday, we went to New Braunfels. We were going to go to my uh, girlfriend's grandfather's funeral. I was uh, so How long sick. has that been planned? Um, I mean, months since he's been dead. <laughs> so, you know, quite a while, okay. I guess. But I, I didn't go. And by the end of the day, I was feeling better. I slept through it. I had that thing where you sweat. And I guess like the fever kind of breaks. Mm-hmm. And I was on NyQuil and I took a tram at all. And so by the evening, I was feeling good. And I was like... 
wanting to build a Lego, wanting to play Zelda on my Switch. And um, I don't know if, if my fiance was like being nice and wanting me to heal and feel better or was I getting told I can't do stuff when we got home Sunday night, Saturday night because I missed the funeral? Did I did I miss school so I couldn't play later? Oh. Is that what all this does this still happen as an adult to you? Wait, to you're me? saying that she was being nice and wanted you to feel better so she let you play Zelda. No. She, she said you can't play Zelda? She said you need to chill and rest. But yeah, I'm wondering you're being punished, dude. I, was I being yeah, punished cuz I missed a funeral? Punished. Yeah. I did make a joke because she's like, why are you so hyper all of a sudden on the way home? I was like, I don't know. I feel better. I mean, really, day, a lot of DayQuil will do that, but... Has she ever met you? Yeah. I don't, I don't why know. would she invite you to a funeral? Where I called in sick. Yeah, well, I'm Even just saying, that. like, I know well enough that I would never invite you to a funeral because... Like, you love attention. If there's that many people around, there's no mm. way that you're not going to be like, oh, can I give a speech, even though I've never met the guy. Right. I got a hilarious speech. I got a couple of great jokes about yeah. death that I can't wait to break out on this audience. Plus, you're like, this guy's dead. Why are they giving him all the attention? Yeah. I'm here. I'm alive. Everyone look over here. Yeah, I think <laughs> he was a cowboy. Check out this cowboy. My pony. Ride it. And then start doing a strip tease. Yeah. No, it, it, listen, I would have wanted to go because there was uh, steak and... Uh, and chicken, wow. and uh, the, hey, there was even uh, Pontchartrain, catfish. I mean, Wait, come on, did, I would love to go to this funeral, but did, I was, I was this guy, Did this guy die at a Papados? Mickadoo is close enough. <laughs> but to me, I felt like I was being childed later on because I, if I if I feel better, I should get to go do things, right? She wouldn't let me do work in the garage. Wouldn't let me uh, work on setting up some stuff in my Lego room. Wouldn't let me plug in the Zelda and play it on the TV. And she was being sweet and nice and like, hey, you know, you need to rest. You need to. You're Don't gonna... you think that. But to me, it was like, oh, man, you missed the, my grandpa's funeral. You've been together no now. Video long? Games a for decade? You. Yeah. So. Don't you think in that amount of time she has learned that you are a child and thus she treats you as one? Yeah, but it, I really was sick and I really was feeling I, I better. I bet you weren't. I absolutely was. I bet you weren't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Do you think. Anything other than being too physically ill to get out of bed would keep me from some redfish poncho train? Not oh, at no, all. Man. Yeah, I think an old person's funeral would keep you from that. <laughs> yeah. Also, we were yeah. here with you late Friday, and you seemed fine. And then you left to go to the funeral. <laughs> and then I got there was sick. No mention of illness. No to mention me or of man. illness whatsoever. I don't know what I'll happened. Talk. I did ask and got an eye roll for being like, "Did you bring me home anything?" And she's like, "A to-go box." And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "A to-go box from a funeral?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Was it a restaurant? It was at Nicodoo's with the obituary room within it. Yeah. Yeah. A pamphlet for the. I can just kind of read it and. Say some things. The itinerary. <laughs> this is what you missed out on, buddy. I, I did have some things I wanted to say, so maybe it's a good thing I didn't go. Yeah. That, that could have been. So the, was, let me ask you a quick question. Okay, yeah. knowing you. Okay, knowing me. You. She counts just comes home from her grandfather's funeral. Yeah, and, and I was like, Hey, did you bring some punch train? And which said, Did you try to have any nookie with her that night? No, no. I like I was really sick. Like I was legit running a fever, sick and feeling gross. And I've learned she gets weird and shuts me down at her parents' house. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wonder well, why that? that would be. I wonder how I weird. Know. Why doesn't she want to have sex with me at her parents' house or after her grandfather's been... funeral? What's wrong with her? I need to go back to dating really messed up girls. Yeah, don't you I? Do. <laughs> Turns out Bucky sucks. Or it doesn't, uh, but according to a recent Reddit thread, 
But I got to the bottom of it. I found out why Bucky sucks, uh, according there, to Texans. There are people unhappy with Bucky's. Yeah, they uh, they say Bucky's isn't as great as we all make it out to be. A couple of the reasons: chaotic atmosphere. It's become mm. the Walmart of the road. Long lines. Mm. Uh, someone said. <laughs> It's like there's a middle school field trip every time. Yes. <laughs> Which makes it just like a, okay, if you're true. in a small town, yeah. why not? Just take, hey, kids, get in the bus. Let's go to Bucky's. Nothing yeah. else to do in Texas. Uh, I love that one woman wrote a pretty long complaint, and I actually found this on a, on a Facebook review. I'd seen this this week, and that's how I knew the story kind of existed when I talk about it. But she said, we go to Bucky's and we get all this delicious food, and we go, and there's nowhere to sit inside or outside. There's no options for dining. And I'm like, with all the with all the responses as to why Bucky sucks, I want to say, ma'am, it, it's a gas station. You don't get food. You're not supposed to go dining at Bucky's. Like yeah. you, it's stuff you eat in the car or you eat in line. That way, you don't have to pay for it. But it's not like... It's, you eat it before you get up there. Like, I don't know why yeah. I'm standing here. Why uh, but, I'm standing here? Of, why, what's a, this rapper doing attached to me? A lot of people disliking Bucky's. Of course, it's known for the nice, clean restrooms. The Walmart the beaver comparison corn. bothers me. Is it, if, it's, if it's just the fact that it's so popular that people are all there, sure. But there aren't the same caliber of people that roll up in their sweatpants with no shoes on, you know what I mean? It's not the same. I'll, I'll tell you coming up why I hate and why I like Bucky's in two quick things, but oh, uh, what okay. about you? How's your experience road tripping to Bucky's? Any uh, problem with it? It's is always there... positive. I don't understand why anybody would... To, I mean, you are, are they? do they not know what they're getting? Are they unprepared for a Bucky's and that's leading to... I think so because it's talked about and lauded so much that you expect that it's going to be this big, great thing. But it's not... A, it, it's, it's always it's, been a It's super... not the big Texan. You're not going to watch someone eat the steak really fast and sitting down. It's not a tourist trap that you're supposed to go take pictures and hang out at. At the bottom line, it's supposed to be a gas station. That's it's a ridiculously oversized convenience with store. I don't even know how much you could compare. Yeah, it's got dumb snacks and uh, sodas and coffee, which are all important things when you're road tripping. And there is no denying they have impeccably clean restrooms, and that's why I'm there and happy. And even uh, on, I think, the one occasion there's been a line, it hauls ass. It goes really fast. It goes really fast, which is, I'm going to list, I I only wrote two, why I hate Bucky's and why I like Bucky's. The reason I like Bucky's is because the lines move really, really fast. And I don't know if they don't sell lottery tickets or not. But if you've ever been to, I don't know, the gas station by my house or any random gas station on a road trip, you get behind the dudes with their lotto tickets who then scan them and don't win or they do win and then they buy more and then they proceed to stay in line to scratch and scan the barcode to buy more lotto. And it's like, no, 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 you've had your transaction. You have to get out of line. That's not fair. To wait for you to scratch your newly bought ticket, and they'll always wow. buy rows of them. CJ really hates it's millionaires, ass. doesn't it? Just he? go he to does. the back of the line. Dude, these people are busy trying to make those. They're busy million. pissing me off. These, bu- these business makers, by the way, the people that create our businesses in our hate. country and they create all of the opportunity for us, they're trying to make that money. And yeah. you're what telling I'm them do? to get out of line? Next time I'm at a Bucky's and there's a lotto guy and a middle school field trip, I'm be like, oh, kids, thank this man for a service. They're <laughs> definitely not. He's paying for your school. I really don't think there are lotto tickets at a Bucky's. 
Which might be why the lines move so fast. I don't know. Is, is there tobacco at Bucky's too? That seems to take a while when Grandma's buying her Pall Malls unfiltered 100s. Uh, I I don't know. I only smoke uh, grape swishers, so I don't <laughs> yeah, know. go get them, Matt. Uh, why? So that's why I like Bucky's. The lines are fast. They don't sell a lot of tickets there. Why I hate Bucky's? Just if you're on a road trip. I want to move fast. I want to get in and out. A smaller gas station. You know, if the gas is cheap, whatever, I don't look at that. I look at if it's on this side of the highway, it's got a bathroom, it's got an open gas pump, and if I can get in and out. Because Bucky's, the family wants to go and they want to walk around. When I go in, I get stuck and I buy way too many snacks. My, my kids know better my than stomach hurts. look around. They, they, they have an objective. They know what they're going after. They go. They get, and we all four spread up, spread out. And meet right back at the. It, it actually. You Are you pretty good road trippers oh, in and out quick? Dude, I have raised. A, he, a lot of people dog on their families, but I have raised an incredible road tripping family. A and good, I'm very proud of it. Nice. And none of this, like, I got to stop every 30 minutes. Uh, if they know it's a road trip. We once drove all the way from uh, Alpine, Texas to Austin, Whoa. only stopping to get gas. And even then, you know, then that's the only time in the kids Fort were going to Stockton? Bathroom. Yeah. One place to pee, and that's it. I'm so proud of the fam. I try to do the same, and my fiance's that way, too, and I think it's because as a kid, my dad, you know, we had family in Wyoming, so we're driving from North Texas to Wyoming. There's nothing but fields and mountains and fields and mountains. There's nowhere to stop Hmm. and go. What are you talking about? That all sounds like places you can stop and go. The fields, the mountains, mountains, (laughs) the trees. (laughs) It's the best places to go, perhaps. Did you know? Leonardo da Vinci deliberately left errors in the designs of his inventions in case uh, someone stole them. Whoa. Yeah, I said the same thing when I screw up, too. He's dating all of those supermodels, being in huge films, and he has time to invent stuff? Not that Leonardo, Matt. Uh, that's DiCaprio. I'm talking about Da Vinci. Hey, welcome to the learning segment here on the CJ Morgan Show, where you do just that. Learn fun things, and you know they're true because we start them with, Did you know? Did you know that Richard I used chains made of silver to imprison the ruler of Cyprus uh, because he had promised not to place him in irons. That seems like one of those genie like, tricks. Like, you know, like, so like don't I chain promise. me up. I promise I won't put you in jail or in irons. Just, you know, chill and surrender. And then he chains him in silver. Kind of a D move. Uh, did he, was you? Also, he was also might have been a vampire. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you almost left that one off. What the hell? I didn't say did you know, so it's not true. Oh. Did you know? <gasps> There are languages uh, without the terms left, right, front, and behind. Uh, these are Ooh. cultures that use north, south, east, and west for everything. Everything. In their home, in the woods, around the office. As a result, they have what's called compass brain. They always know how their body is oriented to the sun. Whoa, girl, let me get a look at that south side. Is that how you would say that? Yeah, I think so. For bottom? <laughs> mm-hmm. For bottom cheeks? <laughs> Giving you a North Pole. <laughs> there, yeah. Oh, well. Did you know a wanted robber known as Roofman created a secret hideout inside a Toys R Us? Us, excuse me. He played with the toys, watched DVDs, ate baby food, and installed a baby video monitor to keep an eye on the store. That's it. And I'm, I'm going to say, I know we're not supposed to look up any more, but I was curious about this guy. 
If you guys would like, I can tell you a little bit more. Uh, let's have a did you know extended. Did you know he was called Roof Man because that's how he would enter the places through the roof, <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of okay. uh, Mission Impossible or something. Uh, yeah. he, and he usually just would uh, rob McDonald's and things like that. So just kind of weird little story there. Wait, Jeffrey Allen like- Manchester, the Roof Man. Did you know? Major League pitcher Tug McGraw. That's an old school baseball name. He was asked if he preferred to play on grass or AstroTurf. And he said, I don't know. I never smoked any AstroTurf. And then also went on to say, if there's grass on the field, I'll play on it. No, he didn't. Because he was a, a pervert. There was a time a period where MLB players were like super high, super drunk, Smoking cigarettes in the dugout. It was a really different sport. Dude, they were so bored playing the game. <laughs> I mean, jeez, <laughs> what's boring to watch? Imagine playing it. It's horrible. It got you good, rich people. Yeah, way to go. You got it good. Rich athletes. Did you know? Huh. One last one. Uh, Walt Disney helped the army once. That's he came in and he designed a Mickey Mouse gas mask. Nice. In the 1940s, because he said uh, this will make chemical warfare. Less frightening for children if they realize, oh, I can wear a Mickey Mouse gas mask when the country's being attacked by mustard gas. Unfortunately, he made it for the Germans. The best thing you can do while on hallucinogen. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt, you're speaking of my language. I know uh, I am. Tell, us, tell us that title again. Uh, I know that you love hallucinogens. You love the mushrooms. I think you sometimes you like the LSD. You like to see the pretty colors and hear the, the weird words, right? Well, I like the way it makes my brain think differently. Well, I have something fun for you, and it's way better than a Pink Floyd laser light show. Whoa. What you need to do is get yourself a Laborde's Chameleon. Whoa. Okay, I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, but I didn't know what it was it. either. Uh, PBS is running a show right now called Big Little Journeys. It's all about tiny little animals. A Laborde's chameleon. You guys are familiar with chameleons. And this is one of those that looks kind of weird where like the eyes go in different directions and the tail is kind of curly. But unlike a lot of chameleons, you know, this one's really small. It's kind of matchsticky size. It's, it's a small little chameleon. And sadly, uh, Laborde's chameleon does not have a long lifespan. They live Little about guy. they live about five months. Oh, that's nice. No, a great thing about that is they don't have to worry that, about rent increases in Austin. That's um, the perfect amount of time. Yeah, uh, they lay their eggs, and right after they lay their eggs, they die. But here's the thing, and it was uh, highlighted in this PBS special: the Labords chameleon, when they die. They put on one hell of, of a, a light psychedelic show. show. Yeah. Really? No. They start changing every single color. Their skin starts going red and blue and polka dotted and striped and plat. Yeah, dude. They lean full all into the, what's this, Derude? Derude yeah. Sandstorm? Yeah. Uh, so they they do some cool stuff. I already I dated a lizard girl and that wasn't fun. Uh, I was gonna. It's a weird thing what? because when I was reading this, I was like, oh, this would be cool, and then I realized, oh, the problem with this is this that's gonna cause a whole new string of lizard girls and lizard girls. Sugar, to, sugar glider girls. Oh, yeah. these are the girls that own lizards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm familiar with them for generally, sure. Generally, g- girls or guys. Let's not be sexist about this. If you're a person and your the pet you choose to own is a show off, a look at me pet, I tend to wonder 
about things. Like yeah. if it's a chinchilla. Or a bat. A sugar glider, a bat, a tarantula, <laughs> um, a ferret. And it also, yeah, those all seem like animals that were like, hey, I should be free. <laughs> Why? And it's always weird hippie chicks or dudes. And it's like, that's an animal. Like if you get a cat or a dog from the pound, good for you. They're happy. But when you're taking a lizard or a chameleon or a gecko or a sugar glider that wants to be outside running around, living uh, its life. Half those lizards are perfectly content on a hot rock under a I, lamp. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's not <laughs> like you're say, saving you it from doom. You're just like taking it away. I think more, even more concerning is, have you ever met a guy, a full-grown guy who had a ferret whose apartment, yes, I'm saying apartment. It, it smells. It's never house, house, uh, whose apartment is has a comfortable place to sit. That's the thing, is that I had two different friends with ferrets, and both of them, you usually had to have, you had to trash compact and make room on the sofa to find a place and to sit. And it wasn't a sofa, it was a pull-out bed. Uh, not even that, or it was like a couple like those... wicker chairs pushed together. <laughs> yeah. It's got like one big and like every time over it. a spring or piece of metal broke, they would just throw down another blanket over How it. How mad is somebody right now oh, who God. were completely... Totally describing their and life. And instead of curtains, they just have blankets. Well, I got those elephant tapestries. <laughs> that tapestries they bought at the pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, man. We anyway, all them. <laughs> the, if you want to learn more about the female Laborde chameleon, anything that's growing over in western Madagascar, I do recommend a little PBS. It's never, never bad to watch a little PBS. Uh, and the new documentary, Big Little Journeys, uh, which is pretty awesome. You were going to say something else? Well, is this a, is this an actual pet? No. Or is it, okay. No, they're actually like super that. rare and hard to get. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to go off on that side tangent so that we could uh, get some angry letters. You know what? what? We could use a few more of those. Yeah. I called them letters instead of emails, so you can make fun of that in the email you send. An all-new fun way to vandalize. The internet has never been so easy. Yeah. Guys, did y'all ever uh, TP a house when you were younger? Was that ever a thing you of did? Of course I did. Yeah. Of course I did. That's right up my alley. It was uh, fun. Kind of sort of harmless. It seemed incredibly harmless until I... It rained? No, until, one, until I owned my first ever house and two of my friends came over and toilet papered it. Yeah. And it was such a pain in the ass to get yeah. it all down. And then I realized, oh, this is kind of a wicked thing to do. But... It's better than egging because egging will change the color of the paint. Will it? Uh, we would. We we also would paintball occasionally, <laughs> which would break <laughs> windows. But I I feel like a good middle school TPing was pretty fun. But now we've got a new form of vandalizing that okay. uh, I almost support because it maybe it helps out wildlife. Maybe it's good. Uh, it's called pepperoniing from the door to the edge of the porch and then strategically placed down the stairs to the driveway nothing on the driveway and then four slices on the hood and four slices on the trunk we're trying to figure out who goes around with two loaves of pepperoni and a knife in the middle of the night and cuts it up into slices and throws it on people's property like you have nothing better to do with your time <laughs> It's wrong. You should not be trespassing. You should not be vandalizing people's properties. Like, you know, I mean, I even made a joke and called them the pepperoni bandit. Uh, man, that was a smoker's laugh. I was going to say, I have a sure. couple of questions of that. Also, who uses the term loaves of pepperoni? I don't know. Yeah. This happened in New Jersey, so I guess anything goes up up that way and oh, win. A loaf of roni? But that, that seems like a pretty fun uh, pranking. I got no problem with this. Just because... Y if, if you've played with them in school or thrown them at, you, you take three fingers and go, Pah! and you can whip them, and they'll, they'll, they'll pop and stick to people, and they're a little greasy, so they'll stick to surfaces. 
I approve this sort of thing. You know, like and little cats and dogs can lick and eat them up. Especially no in the winter time, they can stay preserved, and when you come out, you can collect them and use them for a sandwich later. Absolutely, you it's can. Amazing. See, I mean, geez, there's so much preservatives in them in itself that right. you know, you just scoop them up and do it. But I also like that she think people were cutting them and then throwing them. Like, come on, no, no teens are gonna. Yeah. These they, are they pre-sliced. Got two twelve packs, pre-sliced, <laughs> and just went and pepperonied them. Uh, that seems like a lot of fun. When I was young, we would do um, kind of more destructive things that right. I feel bad for. One of them, we would take Christmas lights and like yank them and, and tie them between two mailboxes in the middle of the street. So when a car came by, they would hit them and it would just <laughs> and it would drag all the lights off other people's yeah, property. That's probably and it would not a good idea. Mess up the car. Pretty, pretty bad. I was never yeah. into, like, breaking windows and stuff, but we did some dumbass uh, things. Just, just shy of that. <laughs> we used to go, and I remember we'd go on weeknights. We would steal for sale signs from every yard we could. Yeah. And then... Those are great to we take. Made a, we made a guy steal, and he, we made, he was a younger kid, and we made him get keep getting out of the car and stealing these for sale signs. And then after we dropped him off back at his parents' house, we came back, like, an hour later, and we put all... 17 or 20 signs or whatever in his parents' yard, which, I don't know, for some reason it seemed hilarious to us. We had a plethora of road cones, because I lived by a highway, so we would steal the road cones and cone-off sections of stuff. <laughs> just, uh, not not necessarily on the highway, because yeah. you had to run down there and grab them, but, you know, just to where a road would... <laughs> I forgot the lane, we, the lane would end. I forgot that we had a friend. And then the lane would fully end, and we, then people were like, what? We had a friend that had one of those circular driveways, you know, that goes all the way up to the door and then back down, and we took cones and blocked it so that everyone that came through the neighborhood... Had to go through his driveway? Through the circular <laughs> driveway. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's great. That's a good prank in there. No uh, harm, no foul. Uh, God, I just forgot about that. <laughs> Elementary school across the street had, uh, you know, constant construction work. So we were always putting weird stuff in the concrete. Okay. Yeah, I Got learned. I learned that. in about second grade not to write my own name yeah, in it. Yeah, no, never. You're not supposed to write your own name at the sign. But you can do other crime. friends. Yeah, and yeah, get yeah. Them in trouble. Uh, speaking of signs, um, this is this is stupid. But it's just funny to me because we did it over and over and over again. <laughs> there was a big, giant wooden sign for a small neighborhood out where we would drive and, and create trouble. And it was called uh, Tall Pines. But the, the letters for the big sign, you know, like for an interest for a neighborhood, were made out of wood. They were nailed into the sign, which we found out you could very easily pull off. and re- Well, it's not hard to turn Tall Pines into... All penis. It takes very little work. And we would do it like once a week. We would take the T off and just lay it on the ground and then switch the E and the I and it would be all penis, which you've got to remember, we're 16-year-old boys. It's still hilarious. It seemed hilarious. Even as an adult, it's funny. It takes a lot of guts to run your own show. He's got plenty of stomach to spare. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.